0: This is the Aller le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel Bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC
1: Welcome to another edition of Aller La Rouge A very festive alley La Rouge, but we won't be singing carol songs But if me and Mono get lucky in the next ballot Expect to hear Come All Ye Faithful uh, Blasting out of the cop. Joining me on the podcast, we've got our regular first team squad Morrow, John Nicholson, and Keith Colvin. And it was a very welcome return for fans on Sunday, and you had a one in four chance of being successful in the ballot. And guess what? Out of, out of us four, it was only Keith who was successful. So, Keith, what was it like getting back to uh, Anfield? And can you describe what, what a day it was? Did you go to any pubs beforehand, or did, were you queuing up for hours, or what? If you can just talk us through what happened, really. Just think, everyone would be interested on the experience, yeah,
0: yeah. first and foremost, when I when I got the actual confirmation email off the club, I, was, I couldn't believe how excited I was about going back to the game. It was it was a bit surreal to be honest, because as you know me very well, I'm not the most excitable person at the best of times. <laughs> um, I was I was genuinely made up to get the email. I couldn't believe that I'd been successful. Um, anyway, so the ticketing process of of obviously to your phone and everything, which. It's the way that everything's going to go soon. That that wasn't too bad, to be honest, to navigate, you know, even for me. Uh, so that got sorted. And then on a Sunday, um, it was, I, I think I'd I said it before, I think I likened it to like a European away game in respect of the way you sort of went about it because we we found, we booted a table, or Mono did actually boot us a table in the, in the church, which was fantastic. Um, and that sort of set the tone. You know, we, you left a little bit earlier because you're going there. Um, it's not our normal routine where we just go to soli or whatever, and just have a few pints. It was sort of like a set day, if you know what I mean. So yeah. we got got the church. It was there was only three pubs open around the ground apparently. The church, the um, hotel tier and what was the other one? Cabbage, cabbage. Sorry, cabbage. Also, it wasn't that. I, I, I was surprised that Sandham wasn't open, but anybody not But the actual church, the way it was set up, was fantastic. Kevin Rodden, they' done a great job. Yeah. Uh, it was very um very you know, clinical and very uh, well set out, and no one was near each other where you shouldn't have been. It was, it was brilliant, to be honest. With you um, yeah, yeah. So we went in there, we we all ordered a, a Christmas roast dinner for a uh, eight pound a head. It was great; you couldn't go wrong with it. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, it was. Have you, have you got shares in the share or something? No, no, we've got many going there that often, do we? But uh, but it was great. It was just a, it was different. It was different than the normal time going again. That's Why I'm saying about it was a yeah. little bit different than. Like like a European away game too degree in that respect. Then obviously, you know, you get a time slot of going in the game. And mine was between quarter past six and quarter seven. Um we went we left about ten to seven to be honest with you, I left the church. Because we got a phone call to say there's a big there's a big queue outside the cup, you better get a move on. So when we got to the cup, um from the flagpole down to the Albert, where we had to queue in from the Albert end to get in the flagpole end,
1: yeah. That's where
0: the queue was. It was because oh, we yeah. only had two turnstiles open. Um which wasn't the best and it was cold, but you know, they're doing the best. So we you, you know, we just gotta get on with it, haven't you? And it didn't take that long to get in really. It took about less than ten minutes to get in. Which yeah. in the grand scheme of things wasn't that bad.
1: Someone was saying a few people never turned up with photo ID. Is that uh, right? or... I
0: don't know. I had mine. Yeah. I had, you know what for the life of me, I can't even remember if they asked me for it. I they scanned me ticket he yeah. probably did but it was once you got to the gate you were so excited,
1: you were so excited you forgot to. too <laughs> deep, probably.
0: <laughs> but um but yeah and then it got on the ground and you know obviously i was in row six for some bizarre reason i picked bit, I bit that seat so i don't like watching the game too, too low down um and again it was good you know it was well organized uh you know you, you were apart you know you had, a, you had a green tick on your seat you, was, you were supposed to stand or sit in um some of the stewards are a little bit overzealous, shall I say, in enforcing <laughs> the uh, the rules. Um, but you know, once you got used to that, and um, you just had to let that go over your head. Uh, it was great. I, you know what, it was brilliant. I don't know what and the what, sound of it is from telly, But
1: what, what about the um, I mean, was the the cafe open in the concourse? No. Yeah, the
0: concourse was open, but there was no alcohol on sale. Obviously, there was refreshments on sale. Yeah, it was yeah. it wasn't that busy down there, to be honest. With you. Uh, sure, I went down I think... there and for a bottle. It was empty, Yeah. Be
1: so I think, you know, I think everyone watching um, on the television—it was so emotional here, in you never walk alone, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. Now, originally, it was supposed to be the fans were supposed to be in the main stand. Uh, it's supposed to be two thousand fans in the main stand, but it got changed to five hundred in the main stand and fifteen hundred in the cop. And I think, Molly, um, you were saying that was a decision that came from Klopp. It was, it was it Klopp demanded it. Is that
2: right? Well, allegedly, like I don't whether it's yeah. is true, but it was, it was probably a great move by him to, to do that, yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if it was him, because apparently, you know, he, he wanted the fans, you know, in front of the players, not yeah. stuck in the main stand right up, yeah, where yeah. he probably couldn't be heard or he couldn't be seen, but yeah, yeah. when We seen it on the telly, yeah, it was so emotional. Like just go, Let's go back earlier in the day when Keith was a um, my lads, Joey, he, he qualified as well, so... When they were leaving, you know, the scouts with passports, as I'm coming to you at the door and saying, "Enjoy your day, lads." It was that was surreal. That you know, yeah. I'm going back into my own to so watch the match? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was a great yeah. move to put them in a coffee shelf.
1: Mm. It was so emotional that job, wasn't it? You know, when it was lumping the throat job. When I, you know, it was it was similar to when we first saw all the flags in the cop, wasn't it? When the first match, when they put the flags in.
3: You know, it was, when you think there was only 2,000 there, but it sounded like a lot more than that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You That's know, what on, one of the on, on television, you know, and even yeah. the guys
3: on the television were commenting on it, you know, the pundits and whatever. Um, That's and what I one of the was
1: five, yeah. I yeah, one of the Wolves players said that, did not he? It sounded like there was 15,000
0: there, you know? Did yeah, he, he did, uh, 10 yeah. junkers. But he, yeah. yeah. In fairness, even like the 500 in the main stand, you know, when it did, the cop did sort of, sort of not a base, but you know, sort of stop as such. They they joined in and they started songs off on the main stand. You know what I mean? In fairness to them. so it was it was a collective effort by the people. And it, you think about it, it's a massive stadium to have 2,000 fans in, but that's like norm, like a little bit less than the normal away allocation, isn't it? So yeah. you get a good atmosphere from the fans in the away game. So you can do it. It's just that it was such a big empty stadium. It just, it sort of just reverberated around there. It. it just echoed around the place. It was very airy, but also emotional in the same breath.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were absolutely magnificent as well on, on Sunday, weren't we? You know, it was like fantastic performance. Uh, were you surprised to see uh, Kelleher and go, Mono, were you surprised by that? Uh,
2: to an extent, no. Like, because when he has, you know, he's only played a couple of games, obviously, but... He seems to have a more calm and influence yeah. on on the defense. Yeah. You know, yeah. W- when he does play, even though he's a young lad, you know, and I felt sorry for a bit uh, for for Adrian, you know, to an extent. But you know, Klopp Klopp gave a great excuse for him, you know, when he was saying, um, you know, I've had I've had a word with him, and then, bringing Keller in, you know, because he he can he can play the ball when he, when he can kick it out. Sounds daft, like, but yeah, you know, we've seen it when Adrian he, and he kicks it, you know, and it, it just goes awry and then it's a bit panicky then, but. He just looks so calm, Kelly, doesn't he? When you know when he yeah. when he does play, you know. Um, so for me, he was a more calm and you know, influence in, in, yeah. in, at the back.
1: I mean, it's it's great. It's great. That he was saying at the uh, press conference that uh, he had a text of uh, Allison after the uh, Ajax game, saying "Well done, I'm proud of you." I mean, how much that must that must be unbelievable, wasn't it, John? Of you getting something like that off, off one of the best goalkeepers in the world.
3: Yeah, it it was great, and um, I think when when you asked, "Was would we surprised to see him against Wolves?" No, really, because he'd done well enough against Ajax, so there didn't seem to be much um, point in not putting him in again against Wolves. You know, um, but, but but uh it was, it was it was great of Allison like to um, to do that, and he's he's had a lot of good good mentions actually from the press and everyone he's, he's,
1: he's done well okay. Keith I mean what was the feeling on the ground when, the, um, um, when
0: the, team, on the team before and before he went in you know everyone was quite happy with the team you know we knew he had injuries and to keep his situation going back on what John said the lad never done nothing wrong against Ajax so he deserved his place to be honest with you um, okay. so most people in the ground that i that I see and the people walking up to the ground were quite happy with the team you know Nico Williams again didn't let us down. You know, So I thought the whole team were fantastic again on Sunday, but you know, obviously the younger players are going to get a mention because they're young and, and inexperienced. But yeah. you wouldn't think you know Curtis Jones is, is getting better every game he plays. He just he he's, looked, got, Ke, he's got Curtis Jones all the Ke time.
1: Jones looks like you know, he was born to be a Liverpool player, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. we're forgetting really that he's 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 nineteen. <clears throat> Don't think he's twenty till uh, January, you know, when he such a young player. It's as if he's been there for years, isn't it? You know, it's fantastic, isn't it, to see it. But what about um, something about Nico Williams? He's received a bit of criticism and he's come through that, hasn't he? I think uh, it was after the Brighton, giving away the penalty at Brighton, wasn't it? That was where a lot of people were saying, oh, he's not good, not. he's not ready. But I think in the last uh, couple of games against Ajax, he set up the goal. And against Wolves, uh, apart, from the, the, apart from the mistake early on when... You give the foul away on the edge of the box. He didn't put a foot wrong after that, did he, Mono?
2: Yeah, you know, nobody say he, he's coming for a, a criticism. You know, we see it's only it's it's the it's the power of the internet, isn't it? You yeah, you yeah. ask any, you must go, you know, lad or girl, and they're very supportive of Nico uh, Nico Williams. Yeah. And I thought he for me, we my man of the match on him Sunday. Sunday. Thought he was excellent, you know, and going, going on about Jones there, you know, he's coming in now. We're saying Jones isn't team, great, so. Nineteen years old, he's getting better. Um, he's—I think he's going to be excellent for Liverpool. You know, he even said only at the end of last season, didn't he? You know, I want to get my chance and cement cement my chance. And yeah. now he's got—he's got a great opportunity now, hasn't he? Oh, you know? he was
1: after that uh, derby match goal. You know, he was. Re- there was yeah. an air of—it uh, was just confidence. I mean, confidence. Some people say, oh, yeah. That's what it was. You know, people say, "Oh, you know, he's a bit bigger It's not. It's about having confidence in your own ability, yeah. and obviously, Klopp trust them so much that he's able to, uh, you know, really now you don't notice Curtis Jones. That's probably the best. that's the biggest compliment you give him, isn't it? Because that means he's not making any mistakes, you know, and he's fitted into that role, hasn't he, John? Yeah, he has, but just going back to Nico for a minute, as Mono was saying, when
3: you talk about criticism, who's the criticism from? Faceless people on the internet, people who haven't even got the name on their identity or what have you. So it's just easy for people to criticise. Okay, they'll have made a mistake for the pen. But, you know, other than that, if he doesn't play, he doesn't get better. It's quite simple. And then coming on to Curtis Jones, it's the same with him. As you've just said, Peter, you wouldn't have thought that he's just 19 years old when he played on Sunday night. But he's got that experience, a bit of experience now played game and he's got better and now you just see him as yeah. part of the team. And well, when say, will be the
1: same. Yeah, when you say John about faceless people, uh after the uh, Brighton game I got a text off John Coleman, the Atkinson manager going, he's not ready, he's not good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but, he wasn't he was <laughs> singing carols
3: <laughs> Peter, but but these must been, but what what else can can we do at yeah. the minute? You know, after a Brighton no, game, exactly, yeah. you lost you lost the goalkeeper and you lost Milner. So yeah. if you if you wind back seven days, we've had two key home games there against Ajax mm-hmm. and, and Wolverhampton and Wonders. And we've won both playing very well. And we've done both with a clean sheet. And yeah. those young lads yeah. haven't let anybody
0: down. No, yeah you know, Absolutely superb, Yeah, yeah. You know, Nico Williams. You know, on the back of getting taken off at half time. You know, that that would have knocked anyone confidence, that whether you're experienced or not. Um, but to come back in a team against a good Wolves side. You know, Sayori didn't go near him in the first half. He swapped over in the second half. You know, we got a he got a bad booking two minutes into the game. I was right in front of that, and that to me, that was never a booking. You know what I mean? The referee just just, just carried out your book straight away. So he had all that to contend with. And he was fantastic. You know, I know we took him off in the end. Tent was ready to come on, and and he did say that he he was a bit worried that Tiago was over there. I he might get booked and sent, get sent off. That's a sensible decision to do for the manager um yeah. later on. But prior to that, you know, he had to place. I think it was like seventy minutes near enough with the boot hanging over his head against yeah. a very good winger, and he was fantastic. I don't know where yeah. anyone, I don't know where people get off criticizing him at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another player who I was absolutely made up to hear the song on. On Sunday, but the Firmino song was blasting out, wasn't yeah. it? You'd never have thought 1500 people singing that, uh, and it was great because uh, after he'd hear the song, then he nutmegs Wolves player in midfield. I don't know if you saw that, but it was. That, it's like almost as if you know it's giving him confidence, isn't it? The crowd being back and everyone getting behind him because obviously these play these players are human beings, and they know yeah. what goes on on social media. Of course, they do, you know. But I mean it was great. I mean Firmino seemed to be back to his best, didn't he? On on uh, Sunday.
2: Mono. Yeah, that's yeah, well, I, I totally agree. You know, I'm I'm a fan of Firmino. I I love him. You know, you know, he's he's the unsung hero, you know, for the other two very, really, you know, up front. But um you know, that that little nutmeg that you said that he done it, it was it was great one, of, you know, great yeah. to watch and, You know, that's that, that's what we want to see with him all the time. Uh, yeah. but it's like it's you Know Joss is the, uh, the, the blue eye boy at the moment, so it was good yeah. that he played for me and not for me. You know, yeah. I, I, was, I was glad because obviously Joss is informed, but I yeah. think, well, what a I to him off the bench? You know, when because yeah. you probably knew Bobby was going to come off anyway, it wouldn't be a mode of here, but it <laughs> <you know, laughs> on so, so you knew that was going to happen. I think, but yeah, yeah. He, he had a good run out, and I'm, I'm glad mm. for him.
1: I'm more about yeah, I mean, Ginny's. Jimmy Wilhelmsen's goal was absolutely top class. It, it, you know, it was mentioned, but it's the type of goal he scores for Holland, isn't it? But I mean, what a player he is. I mean, you know, there was even there was even criticism by a lot of fans about Jimmy a few years ago, wasn't there? I mean, obviously he's proved them all wrong, you know. But what a player he is, and I think, you know, I'd love to see uh, him stay at, uh, at Anfield. You know, it would be, you no, know, he, he's just for me, he's the perfect Liverpool player. If you were going to talk about a player from the Shankly era through the Pleasley era. It's that type of player, Ginny Wijnaldum. He's, well, he's the template, really.
0: Yeah, he, He's the, the epitome of the midfield in the club's team. He's, he's a selfless player, isn't he? He just yeah. he sat, he sacrifices himself for the team. Henderson does the same. Curtis is young. They all come in in the midfield because you know they got to work the socks off because of the system that it put a shift in. To, to, to the team and nothing else and, and add on to that the very good quality players it's, it's a massive thing to have you know whoever yeah, comes yeah, in yeah. he's Milner whoever comes into that midfield you know when, once Fabinho goes back in there he's, he's the same so that's that's yeah. the mentality yeah. that, that the, the manager is instilled in the players yeah.
1: and what, what a pairing uh, massive in Fabinho it's unbelievable isn't yeah. it you know I mean I know um, people said, oh, we don't like to see midfield players uh, stepping in, but it just shows you. I think Fabinho could play anywhere. He could play up front, probably, couldn't he? He's probably a good goalie, isn't he? You know, (laughs) Mono.
2: Yeah, you know, the thing is, you know, Fabinho, you're saying that like, we've had it before, but you you don't like people, people say they don't like players, you know, playing out of the positions, but he's so versatile, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. uh, And, you know, the relationship he's got now with Matip, you know, the two of them, yeah, it's great that massive he's had a good run of games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, he's you know, can, you know, uh, playing, playing grace at the back, you know, the two there, and it gives it gives the 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 full back then, whoever it is, whether it's Nico or you know, he curses in front and the young lads, gives yeah. them more, you know, um, you know, more more say to go and exert themselves because mm-hmm. you know, they can play as the unit and they're not worried because like where Van Dijk's, the calm and influence, it's it's like they are now, the two of them, you know, massive, yeah. you know. No, he's been he's been great since he's you know he's come back you know from the injury. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's, he, you know, it's been it's been great that he stayed fit, isn't it? because uh, that was the only that's the only worry about Matter is that you know everyone knew he was a good player. It's just it just staying fit, isn't it? You know. So we've got um we've got next game is Mitterland. and it was originally going to be in Dortmund, wasn't it? But they have put it back to their own home ground, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we'd expect to be wholesale changes okay, tonight, wouldn't we, really, for the uh, for the lineup? I mean, Klopp in the press conference was saying, you know, there is no team news, and he went on to say there's no team news because no one got injured, but he'll make the decision on on, on uh, before the match, you know. So would you expect to see uh, wholesale changes? And I think expect to see the likes of a uh, being in the team again, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, in a in a minute, you know and um, you know. I think you will rest two out of the three front, definitely. You know, um if, you know, if not the the main two, sorry, uh, he could get just a few more minutes again. Yeah. Um You know, with the same with sense, would he give him half a game or you know, to yeah. get him? You know, get, get his legs back, yeah. to get a bit more. Yeah. No. Uh, but but I think you know, obviously you know, the, you know that we you know, top the to table now, kind of thing. So I'm um, with through. But we've got two important games coming up again, you know, in the space of a few days, you know, from the yeah. weekend onwards. Yeah. So obviously he'll have his eye on that. But for but for me, um, yeah, it's definitely mix it up again. I think I think
0: he's got to, he hasn't got to do anything, but obviously, with all quite likely what he was saying over the last two weeks about the fixer schedule that we have to put up with and the injuries that have come from it. I think he, he has I'm not saying he has to do it, but he's gonna do it, isn't he? Because he's he's been banging on about it, quite likely so. About the mm. amount of games the players are playing, and he hasn't been chance to rest. I mean, you know, he's got the opportunity now to to basically not rest the whole team, but you know, rest quite a few of them. So, why mm. not? Yeah, we've worked hard to get to this situation where we've got the one game left where we qualified, we the top of the group. So, every other team who are in the same position will rest players, they're better players. So, why shouldn't we? Mm. Yeah, I,
1: you came out with a great think, statement. You know, some,
3: it's, uh, it's not going to be like the whole. 11 changes if like because I think someone has to play center after because they bring Reese Williams in, but he's still got to put somebody with him, hasn't he? You know, mm. um, whether that would be Matip matter for or to be, you know, I don't know, or whether Henderson, yeah. uh, whatever, might, might play there if you want to give him time, yeah. but I think that's how we look at it. Who does he need to give some game time to? Um, yeah.
1: because there's still be a bit of experience we play, I think. Yeah. I mean, he did say in the press conference, he said, you know, we're going there to win because, and it's a great statement, because we are Liverpool. <laughs> you know, it's just, even though we're top yeah, of the group. So. It's that, that's, it's that so mentality. Play, <laughs> <laughs> it's that mentality which, you know, is, uh, is, it's got us to where we are, isn't it? Really, The fact that he's saying, you know, the youngsters will come in, but we still want to win this game and he wants to see us playing. With the same style as his uh, first choice eleven would play. Well, you know, you
0: know sure. last year when when he played Evan in the cup, did the, the young team come in and, and, and basically not beat Everton. you know what I mean? Convincingly yes. in the end. it was only a one 0 win, but we did convincingly beat him in the end. He just he just ran out of ideas. So th- them young players are used to playing in threat started training with all these first team players, so they know what's expected of them when they come in. It's it's you know, it's it's ingrained in them now. Yeah. Them to
1: play. Yeah, I mean, we you can know, all I mean, relax watching the match anyway, can't we? Because we're going to top the group anyway. And then we'll see some of the youngsters now they perform on the European stage, which is, you know, it's great.
2: You know, but we've still got a lot of experience who do need to run out. You know, Keith, Keith will come into everything, you know, providing he never picked a up up in training today. But, uh, you know, so I think we'll have a, a mix, you know, like, like like we have been doing, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in these games, throwing it all in. So... You know, whatever the team it is, it'll be a half decent team.
0: Allez Rouge on the Blood Red Channel.
1: So then the next, um, the next fixture, the next big one will be uh, is Fulham away on Sunday, um, and at Craven Cottage. Can anyone remember the last game? made? it was in March two thousand and nineteen, and we got a late penalty.
2: Late, like, uh, late like goal, yeah. 2-1 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So we obviously we were challenging City for the title at the time, but came yeah. a bit short, but we we won two one. Um and then the only the game before that at Cleveland Costage in the Premier League was 2014 when the scorers were Sturridge, Coutinho and Gerard. And Gerard scored the last minute penalty. Yeah. Um and we won three two. Um So, how, how would you expect? I mean, against Fulham, it's he's going to be it's going to be playing the big guns again, isn't he? I mean, it's a it's a must win, isn't it?
3: yeah, it's yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. We've got to go in, um, and you know, Fulham they,
3: they can't be taken lightly. You know, you can go to Fulham and win four or five nil, but if you don't score early on and Fulham bed in and You know what VAR is these days, and maybe go up one nil or whatever. It can be difficult games. You know, last year the last time we were there was difficult, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So um, we were playing.
1: We were playing great in that period, March 2019, and it was a struggle.
2: Yeah, it was a tough game.
1: We were were all relieved when uh, we got the penalty, Uh, but you know they haven't haven't got many points on the board for them, so they'd be. They'll be desperate to keep out the bottom three. So they'll be going for the uh, the percentages, won't they? The set pieces and you know, they can always be dangerous on that, can't they?
0: Yeah, but I've seen Fulham a couple of times this season and, and they've got some decent plays. Yeah. So they do knock it down well, not, you know, you know, you're talking about obviously percentages and go for set pieces, but they, they do knock it down and they do play two teams. Um, so you know, I think I don't think they'll change in respect to the way that Scott Park has got them playing. He's got them playing a certain way, and, and it's it's like, like Brighton, the Green, and Southampton. You know, they're all playing football and they're not long ball mates. And yeah. they tend to play football, and they play to the a and They got they got a small lad in midfield and a big big lad in midfield. And they complement each other well. Uh, watched them against Leicester and they played very well actually. It's good. And yeah. um, so it will be easy, but I, th- I think we'll come out on top.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, people...
2: yeah. sorry. Go on. Yeah, F- F- Fulham. Going back to the last time we played, it was it was a very tough game, and, and we we sneaked it at the end. Um, I think if we played, we look a very strongest team, you know, because Allison be back at the weekend, you know, um, possibly. Um, so we probably you know besides obviously the the Van Dykes and you know we we'll have a the a good team out there at Fulham, so. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's just I, a wimp, Liverpool on that one.
1: I can see Parker, though, saying, you know, if if uh, uh, Alisson's not fit and Keller is still in goal, which presumably he will be, Parker saying, you know, let's really test this goalkeeper, just send the Yeah, but
2: well, he, he got Mr. Vinciavani, you know, the, he's, he was handful, you know, but yeah, to me, um, the, the way that what we just said there about the centre-backs, you know, the, you know, Playing great together now, and, and they've, they've seen some uh, good centre forwards off the last few weeks. So, yeah. you know, Mitty is must he's he's a, he's a handful, but he's, he's more of a, uh, of a bully, here, isn't he? You know, where he just could not come, yeah. come into it. You know, you know he, he, he's not a great footballer that he probably thinks he is, but he could be a little handful. But for yeah, me, I yeah. think our centre backs will see him off. Yeah, yeah, probably score now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know, then, um. You're looking looking at the game in 2014. Can anyone remember the defence? I mean, we had I think we had Minglea and goal, but um do you
0: think you're playing?
2: John hey, Flanagan was playing. at the Yeah, that's that's the famous pitchy with it, uh, all the paro at our end, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Some well, 14,
1: Torre, I think Torrey scored that own goal, didn't he, in the first few mm, minutes? Uh, yeah, when he tried yeah. to clear it. Yeah. But, and it, he miskicked it and put it in the net. Iceland
0: be on that, yeah.
1: But I mean, if you look at the defence then compared to now, you know, it's you know, it just shows you how far we've come. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you know, Even
1: you know, no. no. But then we've got the um, and hopefully we, you know, a couple of us, well, three of us will be successful in the ballot at Tottenham. <laughs> uh, you can't go in, can you, Keith?
3: No,
0: I'm not like yeah.
1: yeah, but um non transferable, Keith, non-transferable. But um Um <laughs> then we've got um Tottenham, which yeah. is um a week today on on Wednesday. And um Mourinho uh the last time we played Tottenham on field was I think just before Mourinho came, I think. It was like the end of Pochettino's uh, I think it was the end of his it was ray wasn't it? But it was a very close game. I think we only won. No,
0: well, he scored after all. the Both Early it, yeah, yeah.
1: That, but can you see? You know, like the way Mourinho likes to surprise people, and you know we're all expecting to come to Anfield now, and they're the top of, it's a it's a, the top of the table uh, battle, and we're all expecting him to park the bus. But sometimes he just surprises people. Like, what you what you reckon, John? I mean, do you think? He could actually go for an early goal or something, or no, I,
3: I think he'll do exactly what he's done just recently against Man City and Arsenal and what have you, and just yeah. look to have kill enough people back to, to to stop people, kill the game, yeah. Um, because with Son and um, Kane on the break, to so be vertical yeah. in the finishing, you know, um, yeah. Not much more than a couple of efforts on goal on Sunday against Arsenal,
1: and you know, just, um... Arsenal, Arsenal basically had all the play, didn't he? It, it was a typical Mourinho uh, setup, wasn't it? Let give them the ball, see if they can hit us, and we'll just hit them on the break, you know. And you know, where, but, obviously, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, pundits don't like the style of football because they say. You know, now it's uh, Guardiola and Clock, That's the new football which is going to win things. And, you know, he's trying to prove them wrong, isn't he, Tomorrow.
2: Yeah, well, you know, every game you watch something this, this season, you know, they're playing the same same system. And I, I can't see them changing, not with the speed, that weird sack as well. But uh, they were just trying to cancel us like they have done uh, on every other game. Yeah. Uh, um, that, that's where he knows, uh, DNA, isn't it? You know, yeah, he revels yeah. in it. You see him after the victories, even you know how much it means to, uh, to be back up there again at the at the top. And he's not bothered what's that, How he gets there? Is he? No, he'll just play the way he, the, his own way. But uh, you've got you know, son. I, I like son. He's a great player. Him. Uh, yeah. So he's dangerous him We've got we've got to watch out for it, you know, uh, when when he is us like. mm. He. I, I just think that. Important
0: the important people will be whoever's like the holding midfield or two the whole midfield players for us because the fullbacks are gonna push on, aren't they? You know, the defense back in the team. And the opposite, yeah. they, they they just push on. And so the space, you know, you, you, I watched I watched the football last night and he analyzed it, something and an Arsenal game and the amount of time that the Arsenal fullbacks just pushed on without any regard to what's behind them and and Sutton just picked them off. Yeah, you know, okay. yeah. utilise the space that was left so and he had no no one in midfield sort of to, to to sort of get in front of the, the the back two, so I think we'll beat something. I think I think Mourinho will come up here like he did with Man United when he come. He just he, just, he doesn't want to get beat. The most mm. when Mourinho can go, but I think we'll beat them. I really do. I think again, you know, when push comes to shove this season, you know, the Leicester game, the Wolves game, we played great against that, and we played well against Chelsea away. We played well in most games to be honest, but sometimes we just not. at it. But the Tottenham game is another game where, you know, I think we'll be for it he'll pick the strongest team he's got I think Firmino will start that game because um, he, he picks Firmino I think in, in the biggest games that he needs to because he deserves it so I think we'll beat them
1: yeah yeah is there any I mean you know we'll have once again we'll have 2,000 fans back that's going to make a difference isn't it against Tottenham because it's a massive match it's a night match and I think you know uh, if if Mono can get come all you faithful going uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna
2: be yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's if I'm in the ground, like you know. Uh, if we don't get that one, it'll be, it'll be West Brom. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, listen to the crowd. You did on Sunday. It, it was, it was, it was a joy to hear. I tell you, you know, we I was sitting there when you never, you know, it mad like but when you never walk alone, come on, I had the lumpy be you Know what I mean? Think, oh. crowds yeah. are back in. Then you know all the art songs. It was, it was great. One, Whatever everyone was singing. It's yeah. because we're all local. I don't know, but. It was great to hear all the old songs coming out and, and a few funny ones as well. which uh, I was always led to believe.
3: Yeah, but yeah,
2: uh, you know, um, and even at the end, you know, when Klopp goes over and punches, the, his fist yeah. in the crowd again. Great to see that back again. Mm. But it could make, yeah, it could make a slight difference. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think uh, you know the very fact that whoever's idea it was and hopefully it was Klopp, you know, putting them in the cop, That's the right thing to do because you can see them on the telly. You know, the main stand they would have been hidden, and uh, you know, I think to, you know, Cock is Liverpool's spiritual home, isn't it? Yeah. So, and then when it was zooming in on people, you you could you could recognise various people, couldn't you? And some of those old, yeah. the, old the old dear, and the old fella in his nineties, they become like media stars after <laughs> you know, in the uh, in the Echo recently. But it was just great to see, and it was just you know, it was like it. it it's hopefully, you know, we can stay in tier two and it'll continue and it'll increase the crowds, you know. But no no one's got to kiss a kiss or ball, no one can really. Yeah. No, I think going to happen, you know.
0: When people left the ground at the end of the game, you know, they all dispersed in the right manner. It's it's when you go outside, the issue is with the size of the crowd, isn't it? Not so much inside. They can cope yeah. when you're in the streets. But if people use common sense and do the right thing, there's no reason why you can't get another three or four or five thousand people in the ground. Yeah. And then, you know, and you know, two thousand people made a massive difference. Something you know, sure they'll do it against Tottenham as well. And it is did a big team.
1: Keith, did you go straight home? Did you, or did you go for another meal?
0: We went for a, another substantial <laughs> meal and a couple of pints. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it was great. It was. It's what we do, and it. You know, you're it, to explain this to people. You know, and you know, mono and a few obviously, all, all that's gone more than I've ever gone. But it's what we do. It's 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 hard to explain to people who don't do it, isn't it? Why you yeah. get more so emotional and, and why it's been such a, you know, and obviously there's been massive things going on this year, which well-surpassed football, don't get me wrong, but it's just great to be able to go back to a game of football yeah, and do what you normally do. And that's all you, that's all we've ever wanted to do. You know, said tomorrow on the way down, we were in the car on the way down, and we knew you were going to match because you were moaning about everything. So, <laughs> was I was going to follow one of the referee was, just to grief. But um, you knew you were going to match, you right? Well the, you
1: know the one thing about uh, the referee is like VAR was on our side wasn't it on Sunday because you know we changed the decision and you know that's where it's been useful isn't it because obviously if that was uh, if we didn't have VAR that's a he's given a penalty there because it, it it looks like he's he he's clipped him and he didn't you know so I mean John you're the um, you would have known who the fourth official was hopefully but mean. <laughs> How do you think he well, did? Yeah. They must have seen that. They've told the referee, haven't they, to go and have a look. Why couldn't VAR have said that's not a penalty? Yeah,
3: yeah they, exactly.
1: Um, it's not consistent, is it?
3: Like with Southampton's pen against Brighton, they just told the referee, you're giving a pen for that. Um, but, but yeah, the, the, the Wolves won in real time. It did look like straight away against um on a Cody, like um, as if they knew without looking at the screen. Yeah, you know, but, but uh, for for a change for us this season, yeah, Vard did the right like, thing. That's all mm. we've had so far. So have you changed your opinion on it? No. Oh, I have. No, I. You know, don't, you know don't what? I think, I I think um, go. in some ways to go and looking for a reason. To to not give something, you know, like Manay at, at Goodison Park and Salad at you know, the offsides. They've they've had to dig deep to look at a reason for disallowing it rather than just saying obvious eh. It's literally borderline. The officials on the day thought that's what the decision was. Go with that. I, I think anything, even like again, as I mentioned that Southampton and Brighton one last night. If you've got to analyze it for three minutes, you know, all, and go down to the, the little empty
0: green,
3: just what the on field officials have done.
1: Yeah, yeah. And really, I it's got to go, go, I think, got to go back to giving the, the attacker the benefits of the yeah. doubt, hasn't it? It's got to go back yeah, to that yeah. rather than little elbows and toes and that. It's got to be, you know, yeah. It's got to be, yeah. be
3: like, you, like the or West Ham, you know, like the shoulder or whatever. You know, it's just
0: ridiculous. Well, I just think Vars made the referees and Lange go lazy in some respect because you, that, that referee on Sunday couldn't wait to get that penalty, right? He couldn't wait. But I think half, half of me thinks that he thinks, well, you know what, I'll get shot and I've been right and right and wrong and wrong. So they, they, they use it to check up on their own decisions sometimes. And you watched the, the Southampton game against Brighton last night. The amount of times that people were attacking and the linesman, you were miles offside and letting the game flow for a while. And this is where players get injured and everything else. But they, they get lazy because VAR's going to kick in eventually. But it takes VAR, probably 30 seconds to catch up. And a lot of things can happen in 30 seconds.
1: Keith, what was the feeling in the ground uh, when um, Cody went down?
0: Well, as I say, I was in row six. So I was sort of like high level with the pitch, you know, with the players. I couldn't really, I couldn't see it, to be honest. Yet. All yeah. I see was the referee, just couldn't wait to give it because uh, he wasn't given as much anyway in the game that I, that, I, that I thought. But I couldn't really see, you know, I wasn't that far back, so you couldn't really see whether he had done it or not.
2: Yeah. Mono? Yeah, yeah. When it happened, I, I, in real time, I thought penalty because it looked yeah. like he's he's kicked him. But then uh, you see Manny laughing, just shaking his finger going, no, but when Joe came in, he, uh, Joe, he, he said, he can see him from behind the goal. And he, he was gesturing to all the players. I took my foot away, so I, I never touched him. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he was confident it wasn't going to, he said it's no pen he was confident it wasn't going to get given mm. but then, then obviously when we see it on, on the VAR you know and he pulls away you know it's just about time we got one but once again as you said like that Sunday you know um, that was the right that was the right one by the way uh, but last night uh, you know the Brighton game you know there's another controversial, controversial instance again and once again we're talking about VAR and not and yeah. footy, really you know yeah.
1: well Mono you know, we are coming up to Christmas, and um, your favourite song is Come On You Faithful. So, are we, gonna, are we getting a rendition, or are we going to have to wait to the Spurs game if you get in?
2: That's, that's the Spurs game, mate. Eh? I think that, that'll do it, won't it? Hey. You need to yeah. <laughs> uh, lubricate his uh, larynx to do that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, I need, um, a, I need a few pints, I think.
1: Thanks to <laughs> everyone, um, all our listeners all around the world, and uh, to everyone who listens to the Blood Red podcast, including uh, Poetry in Motion. And all the other uh, podcasts, uh, hopefully, uh, we keep you informed and you get some sort of views from the uh, from people who who are analysing the match. But, um, is there any final uh, thoughts for 2020 uh, for Christmas? Any any final thoughts about how Klopp's been doing? And, and he's come under a bit of criticism recently, well, has
0: For me, you know, with John top of the League. We've the Champions League group we were in. We've had yeah. quite a number teams have had injury. We've had injuries, and you know, I think in two thousand and twenty one, if we can get all our players back fit around the February month, I can't see anyone stopping us. So I think, considering what, what we've been through this season, you know, obviously the way we won the league, you know, all the, the tension and emotion with that, and as I said, yeah. there's bigger things going on in the world. But I, I think club, the whole team and the club management team have done fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's an unbelievable situation we're in with all those injuries because those injuries would cripple most teams, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah, well, that's what we, you know, we've been saying. And that's what you know. when we are speaking to the saying how oh, well have we, you know, we done as you said, young top, top the group in Europe, um, yeah. and I, you know, the future is only good with all these young players are bedding in now, and yeah. and and playing very well, by the way. So we, we've got we've you know we've got extra players now to to cover when so like. We we get an injury once a week. We get one one week, and someone's coming back. That's that's the nature of uh what's happening now around this time, you know, with all and going back to Klopp's um I wouldn't say Moan, you know, he you know, he he thinks he's right and he just seems to be um as if the world's against him at the moment. And uh yeah. you know, he he's you know, and I think I think he was set up by B T last week, you know, when, when he, he had a goal like uh but uh, you know, we all support Klopp, we all love him, we all you know, we all and it's obviously a, a good uh, 2021, eh?
1: Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot for listening. And um, thanks to John Nicholson, Mono and Keith Coven. And we'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks' time. So hopefully we'll have a couple few more wins under our belts and uh, we'll still be uh, top of the league or near enough. So thanks for listening to Alan Arouge. Uh, I'm your host, Peter Houghton. Tune in again in a couple of weeks' time and keep on listening, keep on the feedback to all the podcasts on uh, Blood Red channel. Okay, Thanks a lot and bye.
0: You've been listening to the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.